Hey you, you multifaceted being. My name is Jennifer Larkin and I'm the host of the Attracting Abundance podcast. I am a multi-business owner of a sustainable online boutique, a social media management business, and I'm a full-time fashion model. I have a lot going on and most of us do. So follow along this podcast to learn all about business hacks, all about sustainability, and really just anything that comes to mind because all of us are very multifaceted, like I said. Thanks for being here. Hey guys, welcome back to the Attracting Abundance podcast. This is season two, episode 13. My name is Jennifer Larkin. If this is your first time, if not, welcome back. Wanted to start off by saying that this episode is going to be answering a specific question from a listener that actually emailed in, which is very exciting for me that that's happening so quickly. I think having a podcast is one of the most fulfilling things to me right now, and I'll get into that. But I first off wanted to preface that the landscapers are still doing work outside. I think they're winding down. I need to record this podcast episode. So I'm just like starting. I'm really sorry that if it bothers you and it's it's too loud. But honestly, I think even the last 10 seconds, it's gotten quieter. So I'm sure they'll be gone by the, you know, hopefully the beginning middle of this episode. So, hey, so nice to be here. Glad you're here. I... There's like so much I want to talk about. I had to drive to New York today and I was listening and catching up on all the podcast episodes that I watch and it just sparked so much inspiration in me about so many episodes that I want to talk about and that's so exciting to me because I feel like I've said this before but I think a big hesitation of mine starting this podcast was that, oh, well, what if I start and then I don't have enough ideas to talk about and it's like, you know, I've committed to two days a week. That's a lot. And I think for me, I'm just like my personality and the fact that I always say I'm a manifesting generator, like I always, always have ideas and like I'm inspired by life. Like I'm inspired by literally everything. So I almost always have ideas. And I was thinking about how therapeutic this podcast has been for me because I feel like in my day-to-day life, although I definitely meet a lot more people on like a weekly basis than I know most people that I know do and or most people in general, but I feel like I still, there's so many conversations that I just like can't have because there's only so many like days in the week and hours in the day. And being able to like have conversations with people I meet, you know, like people that I've never met before because of work that happens a lot. And then also people I love and see all the time. It's really nice to have this platform and TikTok and Reels and stuff where I can talk about so many different topics that I'm passionate about. And I feel like it's, I can't explain it. Like I feel so much less like weighted down with all of my thoughts because I can like just let them out and like talk for you know 40 minutes or whatever and like get so much off my chest and you guys can just digest it really quickly and I just feel like for my entire life I always felt like I had like a bigger purpose and I always kind of got down to the dharma of I just want to like inspire people to live their most authentic self and I felt like I had always kind of said to myself like okay well when I'm a model and like I mean sorry I'm already a model, like I'd been a model and I was like, when I get to a place where I have a lot of followers on Instagram or because of my modeling career, then I'll have a bigger platform and I can reach more people. And that's when I'll start like doing impactful things. And, but it's like, we live in such a unique time period right now where it's like, I can just start that now. Like anyone can, it's like, we can have such an impact. Like we all have an impact in our own lives. Like whether you think so or not, you are 
a part of the butterfly effect. Like somebody is doing better because of you or, you know, you taught somebody something out there. And I just think like we can all have such an influence on like a more of a mass scale now. It's like you can have one video go, you know, not even viral, even if it, even if a hundred people see it, that's a lot of people. And like, I think, you know, sometimes we compare ourselves of like, okay, well, I don't have 10,000 followers. I don't get like a million views on my videos, but it's like, think about a hundred people in a room. Like that's so many people. And I think if I always think like, if I even reach one person that's inspired by what I'm saying, like my job is done. And anyways, circling back, like I always was like, okay, well modeling like makes me money. Like, although I'm good at it, I like it, it's fun. And all this stuff, like it's not, like I'm passionate about it, but it's not like my passion. I, I can't explain it. Like my passion is to like inspire people and like have really deep conversations and learn and grow and have fun and, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And the job is fun. Like I'm passionate about fashion. I'm passionate about art, like things like that. But it is just like kind of a means to an end, you know, like it's how I make my money. It's my job. And I think I'm glad that I'm getting like reframing the mindset of like, I don't have to wait until my modeling career is like, you know, more on a mass scale because it's challenging because like I've been very successful in my career. But, you know, now we look at Instagram follower accounts and stuff like that. And like, I just don't have a lot of followers like a lot of my other model friends do. So I'm glad that I'm just like getting that out of my head and I'm like, let's just go for it because now I'm like having a bigger following on TikTok. Like I'm growing like every single day and this podcast is growing and it's just, it's great. So that was a tangent, but I just wanted to say that really quickly. I hope that that, you know, inspires you in any way and just like inspires you to share your voice, open up your throat chakra. Like I keep talking about, um, yeah, I feel good about it. So the first thing I wanted to say, I mean, clearly I've already spoken, but the first official thing is that my brother just launched his podcast so excited guys I've been saying it I'm so glad he like he picked up all the seeds and he was planting it he started planting it and I want you to do the same if you're you know sleeping on it whatever he launched it it's called lucid living it's really good the first episode's really good it's I think it's like 15 minutes he gave me a shout out so nice love that and I'm just excited for it I think it's just going to be a different sort of vibe for mine like talking about just like really just us on like a spiritual emotional level and and talking about wellness and and just like reframing and all this stuff like I'm very excited and so you guys should go give it a follow you can find it on anchor or you can find it on spotify or apple Podcasts. so I'm proud of you dude you got it amazing so let's get into the three good things I realize that I keep forgetting I feel like it's like I do it and then I miss the one episode and then I do it again. Like (laughs) we're creating a habit. So my three good things for today are that I had a casting in New York City for a massive beauty company and you can go watch my TikTok about it, about how I really feel about it, but it was still exciting that I even like was asked to come to the cattle call for it. Just go watch the TikTok. It's about that it was a cattle call. Cattle calls are not the best, but you still have to think like, okay, there are hundreds and hundreds of models and I still was asked to go to the cattle call. So I have been like narrowed down from a group of people. So that's exciting, but I don't have a great feeling about it. I just watch the TikTok. It'll explain. And then I went to Nordstrom Rack after I got back to the area and I was, Nordstrom Rack for me is like Target for most people. And, like, Target. Target is for me, like, what it is for most people as well. Also, side note, used to work for Target. You should go look on my 
modeling Instagram to see that whole story. And I'm sure I'll talk about it in another episode. But I went to Nordstrom Rack and I was literally going for a suitcase. So when I said, when I, oh my gosh, I keep saying studying abroad about my trip going abroad. Like what the hell, Jenny? I'm like literally, that was literally five years ago. Anyways, when I was abroad, uh, my suitcase broke. So it like cracked in transit, whatever. So I had to get a new carry-on suitcase. I went to Target like, cause I had to go to LA and I just kind of like bought one on a whim, but it wasn't really the best suitcase for my needs like it was just a little too cheap and it didn't have like an expandable zipper so I was like uh I'm gonna like return this and go to Nordstrom Rack and see if they have any good ones because like sometimes they have really good suitcases there um because I actually got the one that cracked there but I had had the suitcase for like four years so it was like really good it was like a Calpac suitcase whatever go in get totally distracted by everything else in the store I ended up spending too much money, but I didn't get anything that I haven't like been wanting. It was just like, oh, it's here. Okay. I'm going to get it. But I got a lot of like organizing stuff to like completely reorganize my bathroom. Cause I got those little like cute small crates, you know what I'm talking about from TikTok. And I'm excited about that because honestly, if I wanted to niche down, I could be like a cleaning ASMR TikTok because that's my vibe. And I'm very anal about cleaning my house. So I'm like, the only reason I haven't done it is because my life is just too crazy right now, but um, I'm excited for that. and I'm going to make a video, maybe a couple videos, so look out for that. Um, and then I got extra stuff too, you know, of course. And guess what, guys? They didn't get a suitcase <laughs> because they didn't have any. They didn't have good quality ones. I'm very particular about, like, how the suitcase fits all the stuff because I travel so much, so I need to probably just, like, buy one online or something. So anyways, I'll keep you posted about that. And then um, I'm actually gonna say four, but it's fine. So the third one I had was that a collab that I'm doing with this like non-alcoholic wine alternative showed up. It's called Proxies. Really good. Um, I'm proud of myself that I like filmed the video immediately and like already submitted it because sometimes like when I do like free stuff like in, in collaboration, I sometimes I'll leave it for like a couple of days and then it like is looming over my head. But basically, this is a situation where I'm deciding to do a collaboration, so a gifting exchange with a brand, because I want to attract bigger, like, non-alcoholic wine or seltzers, cider brands, or actual, like, alcoholic cider, seltzer, wine brands. So, um, yeah, it's it's basically, like, I'm, again, like I've said before, I'm, like, building my portfolio to show those types of clients that, okay, this is what I've created before to actually get like way bigger paying jobs, like brand deals and stuff. And honestly, I just like, like non-alcoholic, like wine alternatives. So it's like, I'm going to drink this anyways. And like, it's really nice product. So I'm like, it's a win-win for me. And that's like where the decision comes. It's like a base, uh, what is the saying? <laughs> Oh, goodness. Like a case by case basis, you know, it's like you're the one that can decide like, okay, this is worth my time and energy or it's not, you know, because like this, this might be worth it for me, but it might not be worth it for another creator. So that's like completely up to you. Um, And then the third thing was that I had pitched to this like bigger brand the other day and I just sent out like a bunch of pitches to brands um, for paid, mostly paid jobs, but this one brand I reached out to for like a video exchange just because I honestly like, I, I, I just don't really care enough and I really want the product. And they got back to me and they want to collab. So I'm like, oh my God, amazing. Like just shoot your shot, you never know. And if you want to see how like me, myself as a small business, 
would like someone to reach out to me as a creator, you can go find that on my business um, account for Ava the Label, either on TikTok or Instagram reels at Ava underscore the label. I might just also make a pocket, like a very short podcast episode about that because I think it's a like very sought after topic. So I'll get into that in another time. So yeah, that was four. Very exciting. Um, and then something I wanted to ask, well, actually, I guess two things. I made a TikTok about this as well. So I'm sure I'll get a bunch of responses there, but like you guys are my listeners. What format do you guys like in terms of podcasting um, for like the descriptions, the episode, like the actual name? Like, do you like when podcasts do like season one, episode one to like 15, or do you like to see like, it's just Attracting Abundance podcast episode like 50 or whatever? Because as I'm going right now, I have like season one, and then it's like one to 15, season two, one to 15. So like when you're looking at the actual page, you know, it's per season, but it's like, we I have like two number one episodes, but just per season, you know what I mean? So as like a running list, like from, for podcast episodes, for podcasts, like say like The Skinny Confidential, I'm pretty sure they do it as like, there's no seasons. It's just like the amount of episodes they've done. So I'm curious what you guys, like, if you even care about that, because I don't really care, but I'm just curious, like, is this format working for you? So let me know if you're like, really care. I would love to have some feedback. And then the second thing is what sponsors would you guys like love to see on this podcast? I know for me, a lot of the podcasts that I follow are all with the same production company. So a lot of them have the same exact sponsors. So I want to change it up. Like I want to do things that I really like and like I would love to work with small businesses and Honestly, at this point, like I, nothing needs to happen. Like I could just get a discount code for you guys or something. So I would love to know what you guys would want so that I can pitch to the brands to, you know, get those uh, discount codes for you guys. So let's just get into the episode. This is probably going to be a longer one. I have so many notes and I wrote this while I was like in the LAX airport at dinner and I had two glasses of wine, but I just read them all back and it was very cohesive and good. So yay me. But I'm excited because somebody actually asked me this question and I've been wanting to talk about for a long time. And also I just, like you guys obviously can tell and if you know me personally or just like, you know, you can pick up from that for the last two years I've been doing just like so much. So And I just have all these ideas and, you know, I am a model. I get questions, I get asked questions of like specific granular things about how to become a model. And like, I'm totally here to help people. Like, but there's a level that like I need to charge for my time because I just am doing so much and my time is valuable. So I've gotten to a point where like, it just depends. It really just depends what's going on. Like if somebody asks me for advice about like how to become a business owner, like how to become a model, like. To an extent, like, I'm, like, I don't want to just give you that free information because, like, it's taking me, like, at least 20 minutes to, like, type up an email or something or, like, have a Zoom call with you and talk. So, I have gone, like, kind of in waves about creating a a modeling course. And honestly, like, this is not something I need for money. So, it would, like, literally be, like, max, like, $50 for, like, everything I could stack into it so that like you could just whether it's video modules or like whatever and then I would be like happy to create like a freebie like modeling checklist before you even like you know maybe go to modeling agencies to get signed or whatever it might be but yeah 
that's just prefacing. So the girl had asked me, um, shout out to Grace. She asked me, um, let me just read her email. She said, right now getting into modeling and business seems intimidating, but it's something I'd really love to do, especially because I'm just about to start college and I want to try and pursue new things. Totally understand. Maybe my question is how to have the confidence in yourself to be able to pursue multiple different things when you're a beginner at everything, or what's the best way to achieve all you want to achieve without getting overworked or overwhelmed? Such good questions, like honestly, such good questions. And I'm so glad that I had podcasts and just like things and people I could ask these questions to when I was in college and out of college to an extent, you know, like, like if I, if I was asking this question and someone was answering directly, like that would be so helpful when I was like still in college, but I had, you know, I had a lot of people to help me guide me. So I'm so happy to share my experience and yeah, let's just get into it. So again, I'm going to probably take like some pauses here because I have a lot of notes and I will probably like kind of get lost in the sauce here, but basically this is what I have written down. So everything I'm saying is like easier said than done because a lot of this stuff comes with like time and experience and like accepting like what's happening and you like your surroundings and you know we all have like certain limitations and things like that but I think that you need to kind of like go through things to grow through them you know like for example I would think I was on a podcast episode last year and I had talked about like my struggles as a model And she was kind of saying like, well, yeah, you have really tough skin, it seems like, but it seems like you kind of like had to go through a lot of things to get that tough skin. And it's like, yeah, that's kind of how that happens. You know, like you really like grow through the pains that you've been through. Um, And I think like with that being said is like just going into really just adult life, but also like if you're really trying to like get into business or being a model, like there are going to be a lot of no's and there's going to be things that are going to make your skin tougher. Like you, you're going to grow to be just like have like, (laughs) all I can say is like tougher skin. And that's like a hard place to get to. But I think where I'm at now is that all the no's are future yeses. And like, Everything happens to you for the exact reason that it should because, and also like in specific terms of modeling, but I guess really business in general, because if people tell you no, it's like, it's just not the right client for you. And there could be so many reasons why someone doesn't like want to work with you. So like in terms of modeling, it could just be like that campaign is just not right for you. Like they already have someone that kind of looks like you and, you know, maybe like they're just and this is like kind of the unfortunate part but it's just like maybe they like they like their teeth better or and it's it again it it sounds so like horrible and like personal but it's just it's just not like maybe they want someone with like gap teeth but you don't have gap teeth like maybe they want someone with freckles and you don't have freckles it's like the thing about being a model is like if you have made it to an agency like confirmation you are a beautiful person like you have gotten past the barrier that so many people cannot get past and then like you just are all competing but you're all beautiful like it doesn't make you less beautiful just because another beautiful person got the job so I don't know that's just kind of how I try and look at it and like but also that's taken like I've literally been modeling for 11 years so that like not everything is easy still like I definitely still like get in my head sometimes but 
for the most part, like I'm pretty grounded and like I'm confident in myself and I know that like it has nothing to do with me because I know I have a good personality. I know I'm a kind person. I know that I'm professional and like, you know, all that sort of stuff. So it's like if they don't want to work with you, like too bad for them, you know, that's just kind of how I feel about that sort of stuff. Um, so I feel like I said something about like confidence that I, I wanted to touch on later, but it was basically that like confidence is really like a fake it till you make it sort of thing is how I feel. Um, and I wrote like confidence comes just like a muscle memory. Like it's something you kind of just have to work at if you're not just like a naturally confident person, because I know for me, like I was not just a naturally confident person in the beginning. But I promise, like, fake it till you make it. Like, affirmations are everything for yourself. And I, I'm telling you, like, you will get more positive reinforcement than you get negative. Like, I promise you. And if you don't, then it's not the right career for you. And honestly, you're better off. You're better off if, like, you're getting negative, you know, comments or anything like that. Like, obviously, there will always be hate comments, like, in trolls and things like that. But, like... If you were actually getting like mean comments from like clients or your agents or things like that, like it's just not worth it. Like there are so many other careers that you can do. Like I just, again, I don't want to like harp that too much, but I think like, again, it's just like, it's a muscle memory. You have to work it and like you, people will give you positive reinforcement. So like the confidence will come by just faking it till you make it. So, um, and I also had this saying of, uh, I don't know who's, who, like coined this or who said it but I've heard it a bunch it's like it's not like intimidating it's just new um or like or it's like it's not scary it's just new and I think that goes for everything it's like you have to start somewhere and the thing about starting a business especially like in college or starting to be a model it's not the quote normal or like majority thing to do like route to take in life because most people you know they go to high school they go to college they get a job they get married they have kids like there's all these like very traditional things that our society has basically said that this is what success looks like so when you do something that's quote different than what most people around you are doing of course that's a little scary but honestly I think it's like awesome and so admirable that like you're taking a risk and I think you know, there's all these cliche things I could say, but it's like, don't take advice from people that like you wouldn't want to live in their shoes or that have never taken a risk because they're just living in like the comfortability of like their day-to-day -day life, which I forget who said this, but it's like the basically like um, the act of living in your comfort zone and like not making any differences and like just like knowing where your money's coming from, knowing where your food's coming from, all this stuff is like almost detrimental to us because it's like it's not exciting and it's just like it's so repetitive and and all this stuff um I'm like forgetting where I was going with that but I think I, it's just the fact of like it's very very comfortable to do like what is normal quote normal I don't love that word but like it's very easy to do what everyone else is doing it's very hard to do something different and like take a separate path but it's so freaking rewarding like I cannot tell you how much better my life is than the like if I sit and think if I was working in a corporate job working for somebody else and like a thought I was thinking about today is like 
if you, this is like, if you have the idea, if you're the, if like you are an entrepreneur, entrepreneurial person and you know that you have ideas, but you're scared to go after them, forget like where I read this in my life or like who said this or whatever, but it's like, if you, I'm going to butcher it. I know it, but like somebody else is going to do what you want to do if you don't do it. And it's like, you could, you can either do it and be the boss and make it happen, or you can work to make someone else's dream come true. That's the saying. It's like, make your dreams come true or like work for someone else's dreams, basically. And that quote like makes me sick. Like, I'm like, no, I'm not making someone else's dream come true. I'm making my dreams come true. And of course, like, I will always preface, like, this is a very privileged conversation. This does not apply to people that, like, cannot have their basic needs met, like shelter, food, all of these things. But again, I think if you're listening to this podcast, you have a phone to listen to it on. I don't think this applies to you. So it's like, goddamn the landscapers. I'm so sorry, guys. Um, so I think, yeah, uh, that kind of got to the point. But the next thing I wrote down is that, um, oh, I wish I didn't lose my train of thought. I feel like I was saying something good. It's okay. I'll put it in the show notes if I remember after listening to it and editing it. But my, my feelings on like the fact that you're having these thoughts when you're like literally about to start college, like you're not even in college and you're having these thoughts, like that's amazing. And I think it's so cool to see like Gen Z be questioning these traditional norms and doing things so differently. And I think honestly, it's awesome for you guys that you have access to all these things that you can, it's so much easier for you guys to go after your dreams now if they don't align with like the traditional norms because you just have access to so much more and it's like, it's getting more normal to take different paths, you know? Like even for me, I mean, I I started, I decided to take a different path you know, and I'm really like categorizing that as like when I really decided I didn't want to go to college because that was the time when like everybody was doing something different than me. It was so challenging. Like nobody was doing something different around me. Like nobody was. And it was so scary, but it was like, I knew in my gut, like I have to do this. Like there is no question in my mind that I have to do this and I have to take this different road, even though it's going to be so challenging. And like I had no idea at the time of like how difficult it was going to be in terms of just like inner work and like honestly like yeah just like tons of inner work and not to scare you at all it's actually like I would never change any of that because it you go through these things regardless in your life but it happens so early that now at 26 I feel like I'm almost like 35 because I've gone through so much deep inner work that honestly I'm almost like just not phased by much anymore and I'm so content with my life and I I truly like I feel so confident and secure in myself and I, I honestly like don't really ask people for advice because I know everything inside of is inside of me like I know the answers I listen to my intuition and I don't know if I would have that at least at this point in my life if I didn't go through what I went through So I think that's like incredibly powerful. Like there's no price on that. So anyways, you got this. If your gut is telling you to take this different path, go for it. You have everything inside of you. 
and that was kind of something I wrote is like you have all the answers and I think this this is just what came to my mind when like I was reading your question is like when I was first starting to like really try and be an entrepreneur with like Ava the label and like starting like a design studio and stuff I was like course obsessed and I think a lot of people go this way especially creatives and I was like buying all these courses all these different topics from you know copywriting to um brand like like how to make your brand and how to like like literally pitch to magazines and like all this stuff and like guys if you knew how much I fucking spent on courses and I have not gone through many of these courses, I don't even know what's wrong with me. Like, I do not know. But the point is, is that there's only so many things that you can like absorb and so many teachings that you can take before you just know the answers. Like, I think a lot of these like coaches and this is like, this is not to like discredit like every coach because some coaches are like very intentional to teaching very different things but I just got to a point where I was like everyone is saying the same exact thing just maybe a different a little differently their branding's a little different and I was just I was having the worst like shiny object objects oh geez object syndrome ever like I was just so attracted to like pretty branding and pretty photos and good copywriting and all this stuff like exactly what they're supposed to do but it was creating so much imposter syndrome in my body. Like, well, if they're all doing this, then how could I do this? Like, and I just got to a place where I was like, I need to stop absorbing information and just like sit with myself and be like, what do I actually want to do? Like truly, what does Jenny want to do in my body? What makes me happy? And like, that's changed a lot over the last two years. But I think like, I guess why I want to say that is because I want to save you the time and money before you go invest in like all these courses or like all these coaches or advisors or mentors or whatever it is and just go on YouTube, go on Skillshare, go on TikTok, go on Instagram and look up like literally hashtag like social media manager or virtual assistant or OBM or whatever it is. And just like absorb these like really quick short form videos about how people like the tips that they're giving for being a business owner. And I think through that, your algorithm will just start showing you stuff of like business owners and people who are helping people start their businesses and stuff because there's so much free information out there. Like I just think unless you are so solid in your idea of like what you want your business to be. I just think one that I just don't think many people are like that, especially at like a young age, but like not to say that you can't be, but I just know for me that like I would have this idea and then I would be in a course and I would change my idea by the end of the course. And I did that so many times that I was just like, oh my God, I'm like running in circles and it just stressed me out so much. So I just feel like absorbing as much free information as you can before investing in like Maybe what I was trying to get at is like the algorithm will basically start showing you new people and maybe you'll like see a content creator or like a coach that like you're obsessed with and like you, they seem really trustworthy, you really like their energy, you like how they're saying stuff, like all the things and then you'll be like, okay, I really want to invest in this coach and that's where I got to a place where I was like, I was spending all this money and all on all these like courses of people, people I had been following and I liked them but it was just like too much. And none of them were giving me enough information that was actually really tangible. So I took a break 
And then I had been kind of like slowly watching this one mentor and like that's when Clubhouse was really big so I could hear like verbally what she was saying and I really like liked how she was talking about business and stuff and she was offering something that was like very, very different than what people were doing at a very fair price. And I ended up joining it and that's the last thing that I've ever paid for in terms of courses because she gave me all the information I needed. So it's like if I had just gone to her first, I wouldn't have spent all this, like I would, I spent more money on like all the other people collectively. So I think it's just like you have to listen to your intuition of like what you're going to do. And I guess I'm just kind of trying to get at it, like spend your money wisely because like starting a business in general is really expensive. So like save the money for that and just absorb like the more logistic stuff for free online because I'm talking like if you want a product-based business you have to invest in inventory you have to you know trademark your business get an LLC registered and you know maybe you need like equipment like I don't like you know what I'm saying like I I think no I think I know before I started my business Ava the label I made sure I had ten thousand dollars in my bank account so like that's just perspective. That's not everyone's case scenario. I know I've seen literally TikTok videos of like how I started my business with a thousand dollars. So it's possible, but I just think it that's what you should be spending your money on rather than like tons and tons of courses that you can maybe. And, and again, I mean, it, the reality is some people are like scamming people. So it's like you just, I think like doing your research and like just again, absorbing free information. I'm repeating myself. So, and then in terms of, let me see, I think I, Honestly, a lot of this was in terms of modeling and then about the like uh, feeling overwhelmed or overworked. So I'll just get right on into that because I talked a lot about the other thing. So the thing about being a model, especially since you're going into college, you're not going to have a ton of availability when you're in college. So for me, when I started, I was in high school. So I had tons of flexibility for like two years before I even like I mean, I, I didn't go to college at first, but then I ended up going to college and then I wanted to resign while I was still in college and it was like kind of a sticky situation. I'll get to that, but I just think that this is the perfect, perfect time for you to be like working on your social media. Like, I don't know what your social media looks like, but if you really want to be a model, like you have to take your social media seriously. And again, I always say like, I don't like to shame people. Like, I'm sure there's a way that you could be successful without doing it on social media if that really doesn't align with you. But I just think that it would help so much because one, I don't know if you've ever done a photo shoot. I don't know how comfortable you are in front of a camera. Like I know for me, when I first started modeling, I guess I'm just the lucky one. Like I just, it came very, very naturally. I worked with a photographer that was incredible and made me feel very comfortable. And I had good images like the first day. So I just have like, only grown it from there, but social media wasn't around then. So I didn't like, I wasn't constantly like taking pictures of myself or, you know, taking videos for TikTok and stuff like that. So I definitely still had a level of me where like, if I wasn't shooting for a while, I would get kind of rusty and I would be like kind of in my head of like, oh gosh, like how do I pose? And like, what do, what do I do with this sort of outfit? And like, what are my angles? And like things like that. And that just comes with practice. So now we're in this like really unique time period where, you know, fast forward for me, like 2020 when COVID was happening and I didn't work for like several, several months on end, I felt so rusty. So I would like really get in my head and have like this horrible imposter syndrome of like, do I even know how to do this anymore? And then once I started getting like on social media and making TikToks every day and like taking content of like my clothes and stuff, 
now that's not even a thought in my mind. I'm like, okay, this is just a thing I do every day now and I'm super comfortable. I know my angles like to a T. I know the poses I need to do. Like, it's just not even a question. And again, that comes with time. So that's what I'm trying to say of like, get on TikTok, get on Instagram, start making content. Like you, cause when you see yourself through the camera, like you're going to start noticing like, okay, I like that side of my face better or rather than this side of my face. And like, I know it's just like, there is definitely this side of the industry where it's like, oh my God, I can't even believe I'm saying this out loud. But like, if you want to do it, this is what you have to do, you know? Cause you have to know like how to create angles with your body and like, should your head be up like one inch higher or one inch lower? Like there's those tiny things that just happen over time. And I think the power of video content is so helpful. Like for me, I feel like I've gotten better as a model because of TikTok. Like I'm not kidding because I'm just constantly moving and it's made me less in my head about like staying still. Like now it's like total micro movements all the time and constant movement and then pictures are just better. So I guess what I the really like let's wrap that up sort of thing is that this is the time you have where like you're in school, so you're focusing on school and you have time to do all that stuff and get better at it when the pressure is just lower. So you have like less eyes on you at first. And you're also, the thing about TikTok is like, and I, I really talk about TikTok just because it's so much faster, like easier to grow fast than it is on Instagram now. But you, who knows who could see your content? Like you have no idea, like a casting director could see it, a photographer could see it, an agency could see it, and they could offer you a contract. Like I know several influencers that have gotten offered modeling contracts during the pandemic. So like the world is your oyster. That's why I'm saying is like social media is so, so powerful right now. And it's only going to get more powerful. And honestly, it's only going to get more oversaturated. So it's like start now type of thing. Um, and again, it's like, I know there's some people have a lot of resistance to it, but I think it will only be more positive for you if you are trying to be a model. So, and then I also always, always say this, but being yourself and like being as vulnerable as you're comfortable with, at least in the beginning or always, it's totally your call, but sharing sides of yourself other than just, you know, doing trending sounds and stuff like so people connect to you and that's how you grow an audience faster because people connect to you they like your story and then they'll basically watch everything you ever post if they like truly connect with you then and like that's just like that's how I've seen my community grow and my platform grow and then also as a consumer like I am I just like I'm always observing my behaviors and taking note and doing research and like that's how I act as a consumer so I just I know that's how it works Um, so, and then the next point about social media is that when you are modeling, clients immediately ask for your social medias nowadays. So if you don't really have much on your social media, it's just, it's going to be a disadvantage to you because it is your second portfolio. So for me, my portfolio for, you know, all the agencies I'm signed with, they also mention that every single agency I'm with has different photos of me in my book for whatever reason. I guess they just decide that, okay, these photos will be better for the market that I'm in. So a lot of those photos that they're like, they're sending that portfolio to clients, a lot of those photos are not in the book. So like if they go to my Instagram, they can see those additional photos. And basically like you're your own marketer at that point, because if you wanna get more, like something I wanna do more of is like, dental campaigns so like for like smile direct or like toothpaste companies or something 
So I'm going to post a lot of pictures of me smiling because that's what I want them to see. And that's, I don't have like a ton of that in my book. So I hope that makes sense. But I think just, again, it's something that gets better with time. So it's like starting now so you can make the mistakes and you can learn and you can grow before it's like more important, you know, and more like, I guess, quote, urgent. Um, let me see. Yeah, I basically said the same thing. Like, um, you don't know necessarily what your agents are always like pushing you for. Like, obviously you can ask, but like you, you're not there when they're like sending clients emails and pitches and stuff. So it's like, you're just constantly marketing yourself and you're marketing yourself like in your sleep. It's passive because it, it's up there. So you never know who's looking at your Instagram. Um, and then also I think as you start out, you can really curate your book, like in your portfolio and, um, which is essentially your resume, like for this sort of work where you can collaborate with other photographers who I'm sure there are people that know you are going to college with you that maybe also want to be models, maybe want to be content creators, maybe want to be photographers, videographers, whatever it might be that want to collaborate and build their book as well. So I think like that just really helps get comfortable in front of the camera. That helps you grow your book, grow their book all that sort of stuff. And I would really recommend, again, just because I know how college was for me, like this might be too excessive, at least in the beginning when you're like getting used to it. But I think like one time a month to do like a test shoot, which is basically like a free shoot or not necessarily, but when you're starting out usually where it's like a collaboration between you and a photographer, maybe a makeup artist, maybe a stylist, like I'm not sure where you're going to college, but if you are going to like a fashion school, it's very easy probably to find those people. And then you just, you know, start creating art together and that could blow up on Instagram. That could blow up on TikTok. Like, you don't know. I just think we're in such a unique time period. It's like, just, just have fun with it and just do what you want to do. And then you never know who's going to find you. And I think this is the part that like was not around before is that you can create exactly what you want. So somebody can fall in love with you, like exactly how you are, because you're creating what you like. And that's an extension of yourself. So I think that's like honestly better. Like that's awesome. Um, already talked about that. Hearing no's and stuff, showing your personality. Another no. I think this is just good in life and business in general is to be kind to literally everyone you meet because you have no idea who you're talking to. You have no idea who they know. Like so many stories I've heard in my life of things just like coming back to bite people in the ass and like just being a nice person is always good. And and I truly think it's one of those things where like you have control over your, like the way you react to things. And one, I believe in karma. I believe that like when you're nice, like nice things happen to you. Really short example that's kind of off topic, but like say someone cuts you off in traffic and you like flip them off and you're like, fuck you. And then that ripples effects into like their light, their day. And then they're upset and maybe they're mean to someone else. And like, there's just a ripple effect. So I think when you can, as someone that definitely sometimes has a short temper, um, easier said than done, but be kind to everyone when you can, because you never know. Um, and then I think in turn, this kind of like speaks for both, but I think when you're in college, obviously college is challenging. It's very different than high school. Sometimes it could be a lot more challenging in terms of just like managing your time and having like a lot going on at once. But I think that if you really, really want it, you need to learn to manage your time and that's so much easier said than done and comes with time, 100% comes with time. But I think that's what, why 
like the most successful people are the most successful because they know how to manage their time and you know they habit stack they like time batch they daily batch their calendars and things like that so i think that is just something to learn early will help you in the long run so 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 much like if i learned that skill earlier oh my we would be way further on but that's okay um so yeah i just think like working towards the goal but also knowing that you cannot get this time back so like enjoy your life enjoy your social life in school before you get into the work world because you once you get out of college and honestly like again like this is a a privilege in itself like I know people who have worked like from high school to college and now so it's like if you have the privilege to like not have to work a job in college you will be working for the rest of your life and like once you get out of, out of college, you need to pay taxes, you need to pay your bills, like you need to figure those things out that you usually most, I mean, it's still, this is a very privileged conversation, like, but where I grew up, like most people just did not need to work. And now it's like, damn, like I don't necessarily want to be back in like high school or college, but it's like, I, I miss the feeling of like having not as many responsibilities. And I think if I could tell my younger self something is like, don't take this so seriously because you will never have this time back. And it like nothing is as serious as you think it is when you're that age. Because it's like, oh, I think I'm so stressed out because I have this project and this paper I need to write. But it's like, you will, one, you will never have to work on so much at one time. Like, because it's just not sustainable to like literally say, like, this is my own experience of what I had of like, I had to deal with accounting, statistics, calculus, and science at the same time. Like, how is one's brain supposed to function with, like, four different topics? Like, that's just, like, that's most likely never going to happen again. So, like, don't worry about that. Just, like, try your best. But also, like, you will never have as much free time, most likely, to, like, go out with your friends. Like, you know whatever the story is whatever is fun for you like most of the time when you get into the real world you have to work from like at this point in time unfortunately like 8 a.m to like 6 or 7 p.m and some people have to take work home with them so it's like enjoy this time but also work towards the goal so I think for like really anyone listening to it at this point is like what do I want to say make baby steps, I think it's about taking small, tiny actions and messy action to move the needle ahead every single day. But I think sometimes because we live in a hustle culture, it's like, I need to make this happen immediately, so fast. Everything needs to be done overnight. And it's like, I think actually success and answering your question of like overwhelm and burnout happens like less quickly when you move at a slower pace and you do small tiny bits every single day to work up to that goal because I just think it's more sustainable it's more realistic and I was listening to the skinny confidential podcast or Lauren shared something on her story I forget but somebody had asked her in like an ask me anything thing that she does and she was like how did you make time for your business in the in the beginning or something like that and she was like work in the restaurant industry because you have time, it's usually pretty good money, and then you have that extra time to like put into your business. And I thought that advice was really interesting. I mean, what I would really say is be a nanny because I think 
kids will teach you so much and the money's really good. It's usually under the table. And then you like, you have flexibility with it. So it's like, if one week you just like aren't available, you can, and you want to like go hang out with your friends on a Saturday or something, you could just be like, Hey, sorry, I'm not available. Like, but then I'm available the next Saturday. So I would say like nannying over working in a restaurant, but also I think working in a restaurant is a good like piece of advice as well, just to have that free time. Um, also like working in retail in those situations can be good sometimes, but also the pay is kind of like meh. So nannying or working in a restaurant, let's stick with that. Um, I basically was very repetitive in here. Angles, the idea that we all have to start somewhere. I think you were saying like getting overwhelmed about just doing something new. And I think honestly, that's some of like the most exciting times because like you're just feeling into it and you're doing something you've never done. So it's like that spark of excitement that like you kind of never get back. It's just like dating someone new. It's like so exciting. And then like that doesn't have to fade, but sometimes, you know, it's usually not as like exciting as it was like when you first started seeing each other. So I don't know. I feel like just surrender to that and like be excited with like learning new things every single day and honestly like failing and making mistakes and learning from them and get excited with like meeting new people and, and, you know, making your first order and like doing your first photo shoot and like things like that. I feel like it's always like life is just about the accumulation of all these small little moments that, you know, add up to our life. And uh, like, if I could go back to like starting my business and like meeting all the people and buying inventory for the first time and all those things, like my first photo shoot and, you know, signing with my first agency, like all those time periods of my life are like so exciting in my mind as memories. So I don't know. I feel like just embrace that because that's exciting. And, and, you know, you're starting college. That's so exciting. Like there's so many new exciting things that are happening and I don't know. I'm excited for you. Um, okay. This, this is a big thing that like I have really been working on over the last probably just like year have really intentionally been working on, but like really trying not to compare myself to other people at like where they are in their life meaning like even just like you looking up to me like if you're just starting college then you're like probably 18 or 19 if you're older for your class I'm almost 27 so like I have several several years on you so I have like you know over six years of life experience over you so that's a lot of time you know I've made my own money, you know, I've moved a bunch, I've met a bunch of people. So comparing yourself to somebody who's, you know, over six years older than you is just, it's a recipe to, oh my gosh, a recipe for disaster to start out, you know? And I totally empathize with that. Not saying that you're doing this, but I just, I wanted to preface because I have done this a lot in my life as somebody who, when I started, I was 16. So I was always way younger than everyone I was working with. Now I'm sometimes the oldest, but that's fine. But at the time it was like, everyone would be like, oh, you're so cute. Like, so I felt so much younger. And like, I just was looking at all these people who, like I would look at supermodels or I would look at like photographers or, you know, um, brands that are like, one, have several, several years on me, have several, several hundreds of photo shoots, like way more than me. They have way more money than me because they've been doing this forever. They're a supermodel or they have venture capital backing them or whatever it may be. It's like you can't compare yourself to like apples and oranges. Like you starting at zero and then like being at a hundred, like, you just can't compare it. And then like that would just create imposter syndrome. And then I wanted to make the point that like we all go through imposter syndrome if you don't think that, like, 
now you know, like literally the most successful people in the world go through imposter syndrome. I had such a horrible spout of imposter syndrome last year and I think I've just, I've just worked through it. I literally have a poster from this designer that I know. Um, her name is Sinead Taylor and it literally says fuck imposter syndrome and I have it hanging in front of my computer and I'm reading it right now. And I just like, I got to a point where I was just like, there are people out there that are way less qualified than me doing what I'm trying to do. Like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, just go do it. Like, you're qualified. So, I don't know. I think in any capacity, I know I've talked to almost everyone in my life. We all do such different things and we all have imposter syndrome in some capacity. So, I think, like, learning that early and knowing that, like, all is good. We live on a floating rock also. Like, you got this and imposter syndrome is lying. Your imposter syndrome is lying to you. So let's get down to the end of your question with the burnout. I kind of addressed that, but I had a little bit more to say about it because inevitably most of us will get to a place in our life, in our career, where we feel burnt out or overwhelmed because Sometimes life just moves really fast. Sometimes we have deadlines. Sometimes we just, you know, have a lot of moving parts happening and it's kind of inevitable. And I think it's just kind of the world we live in, the culture we've created and the like societal expectations. Um, But I also like that when I wrote that down, I wrote like that doesn't feel right in my body because I feel like you can create a life of balance and ease and also have everything you want. So with that being said, I haven't fully mastered that yet, but I still have so many years to live and I know that it's only going to get easier. Like I truly believe that. And I just think, like I had mentioned before, it's like you have to start at baby steps to lead up because this way there's just less pressure, like there's less eyes on you in the beginning. And I think that something that if you could learn this early on is to take breaks like when you really need breaks when you feel in your body that like you're just full of anxiety and just like truly like listen to one of my episodes back a couple episodes ago where I talk about when you're in like the fight or flight like parasympathetic nervous system response of like feeling like the house is on fire like most likely the house is just not on fire and finding a way to calm that storm as cliche as it sounds. And this is what has helped me. So of course, I feel like, you know, broken record, everyone talks about this, but there's a reason why everyone talks about this. So these are the things that work for me. Meditation, if I can meditate every day for at least 10 minutes, my quality of life is through the roof better, like 100%. When I do daily yoga, or at least yoga three times a week, my chronic pain is better, my mind is calmer. I also really enjoy hot yoga, so that like helps me detox and lymphatic drainage and my skin's clear, it's more glowy. I'm just a happier person overall. Daily walks, I call them the abundance walks because there are times where I think I listen to good music, I listen to podcasts, I think about what I'm grateful for. A lot of times I'll do like, kind of just like word vomiting and a voice note of like stuff I want to happen. So it's like a manifestation walk sort of thing. But of course they're called like hot girl walks or rich mom walks, whatever, or just, just walks. That's okay. And I think those are great to just get some fresh air. And truly like 
I was listening to a podcast today, the What We Said podcast. I'll reference that all the time because it's one of my favorites. But they were talking about how they live in California and they always tell advice of like, just go on walks. It's so good for you. But they're like, we live in Southern, Southern California. But as someone that lives on the East Coast and has every season year round, I can confidently say that I actually enjoy winter walks better than summer walks because it, I'm like a f- total skincare junkie as I'm sure you guys already know and like the two episodes before this were all about my skin so when I walk outside in the winter I'm like I'm getting free cryo skin <laughs> like that's how I feel and like just the cold air on my face just like wakes me up it gets some fresh air also I'm having horrible allergies right now so honestly the allergens outside are so dreadful so walks right now are like killing me but I just like put my big puffer jacket on put my sneakers put some leggings on like super cozy And I just like put my sunglasses on so no one bothers me and like listen to my podcast, my music, whatever. And I honestly enjoy that a lot. So I think no excuse for walks, except for maybe when it's raining, because that's not really the vibe for me because I don't want to ruin my shoes. That's honestly really what it's about. But anyways, any form of exercising, like something that just like shakes your body up. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with like Hertz Beats, but like the actual like, I guess concept I don't know the word I'm looking for but like the idea of sound like healing and sound therapy there's actual studies of like how the sound like shakes up the water in our bodies and it just it completely changes like the frequency of our bodies there's really cool videos you can watch of it with like speakers and like movement with water and like sand and like it making like patterns and stuff it's very cool so it's like one, listening to Hertz Beats, I'm obsessed with that. I do that before bed all the time. I'll do it a lot while I'm working. And just like, again, it's just like shaking up your body, shaking up that stagnant energy and moving it through your body. That's why I like Kundalini Kundalini yoga is so powerful because the breath work is so powerful in the movements and you're just pushing all this negative energy out of your body. And I know energy gets this like really like spiritual, you know, wrap, but energy is like a scientific like equation like there is energy there is matter and everything so it's just it's just moving out stagnant stagnant jesus stagnant energy and just like i just yeah that's that's the only way i can say it guys because that's what it is and then also just like have fun like i know in my last episode i was talking about how like i would get i was at a place where people would like ask me to go out to lunch or get coffee or dinner or my boyfriend want to hang out or whatever and i would always be like i don't have time i don't have time i have to get this done i have to get this done and it's like nothing i was doing was urgent enough where i couldn't go and have fun like i can take a break for one night and go out and have fun like the house will not burn down you know what i'm saying so i think that's so important and like i'm saying with like, like you in college is like if you could and you have the opportunity and privilege to like not work while you're in college like do that because you will work for the rest of your life and like you just go have fun with your friends because that time you will never have that time back and that's something that I wish I did more of I was so like school obsessed in college and I wish I just like went out more and like met more people and just like created memories in my college experience more so anyways it is what it is but the last thing was like time geez we're recording it's this is a long episode so I apologize but time batching your time. So I think this is like a muscle memory that you kind of just have to work and it's so much easier said than done in the beginning. But I promise you, like, I think probably I guess a year ago at this point when I like was told to time batch and I was starting to like create content and like doing what people were saying of like post three times a day, all those things. I was like 
pulling my hair out trying to create these habits now it's second nature like no thought in my mind this is second nature it's so easy for me now and I just try and batch myself as much as possible and if I can do this as like a multi-business owner that's traveling constantly and like running around like I promise you can do it and that just helps so much for like my mind and then it helps you like really create your schedule like further out because you're like okay well Monday I do this sort of stuff Tuesday I do this type of stuff and so on and then Friday I could take the whole day off if I want to because I already got everything done so I think that's just like really happy (laughs) really happy oh my gosh really um beneficial and then the last couple things I had was just like again we live on a floating rock like what's the point of doing anything and working our asses off just to like burn out and be miserable So I think like, um, yeah, I just think really like you have to do what makes you happy and like that's at the end of the day, like this is your life. You're the only one that has to like be in your body. You're the only one that goes to bed with your thoughts and like, you know what I'm saying? So I think once you like learn that and get there, like the better your life will be. And then this is like to the core of everything I believe in is having a why for what you're doing. So creating this and like knowing your why will create just like a more abundant and aligned life because like what is the bigger purpose of what you're doing for anything and I think again I mean to each their own but like if you don't have a core purpose and why and and a good intention behind something like it's for the wrong reasons in my opinion and I think when your goal is attached to like a specific outcome like a monetary outcome or you know, likes or follows or whatever, like you're always going to want like the next thing and the next thing and the keeping up with the Joneses like I always talk about. But when you have a why of like I, like I said in the beginning of like, I just want to inspire people, like I'm always going to like, like it's always going to be this like, I don't even know how to say this, but like it's just going to happen and I'm, I'm going to feel fulfilled no matter what happens because I know I'm inspiring people because that's the purpose behind it. So it doesn't matter how much money I make or how many followers I have or how many likes I have because if I know that I'm inspiring even one person, like, I'm successful. Um, let's see, what does this say? Um, okay, last thing and then it's just, like, me believing in you, but making this a priority and then also because in life there will always 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 be something else you can be doing especially when you're in a like creative field you're an entrepreneur work for yourself whatever even i mean no matter what this is the case you have to get into the habit or i mean i guess not everyone's like this but i know i am that i have a constant running list and tab in my head of stuff i could be doing so every single day i think there's actually like somebody coined the term for this But making a list of the top, like top, top must do three things. I think like three to five, three things that have to get done that day. And then if you get them done, okay, you can move to next things. But you don't move on until those top three things are done. And then also in terms of like those extra things, like if you truly, truly can push it off, like push it off. You know what I'm saying? Like in terms of like, say, okay, you get the three things done. You didn't get the extra two done, but your friends are like, hey, let's go out for drinks or let's go get dinner or something. Push it off, you know? Like, I just think that's very important for stability and it's realistic. And it, it, again, makes room to not burn out as quickly as you possibly could. And then just the last thing, honing it in, 
truly believe in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, nobody will. And like, why would anyone else if you don't believe in yourself? Like you're your biggest cheerleader and you fucking got this. <laughs> so again, um, thank you so much for asking the questions, Grace. I really, really went on a tangent. So I hope that was all really helpful. I hope that was helpful for just anyone listening. I would love to start answering people's questions. So if you have a question, you can email me, you can DM me, whatever the best method for you to do that. Super, super happy to answer them. And I'm sure this podcast is going to change structurally so much as this podcast grows. So thank you guys so much again. Again, planting the seed again of like possibly putting out a modeling course or so if there are like specific questions that in like modules you would love to see in a modeling course, please let me know. I have like honestly tons of ideas, but it would be nice to have some like more tangible examples of like what you would really, really love to see and stuff that maybe you don't care about. So thank you guys so much for being here and listening through this long episode. If you guys want to follow us, as always, you can follow us at, at Attracting Abundance Podcast on Instagram or my personal Instagram is the Jennifer Lynn Larkin or at Jennifer underscore Larkin underscore for my modeling stuff. And of course, I mean, why not? I'm just going to plug my product-based business is at Ava underscore the label. So thank you guys so much. Love you. See you next time.